Welcome back to The Real Rescue, powered by Vertical Helicast. This is episode 166, part two. Now, before we get into it, what I'd like to do is take a quick thank you to our sponsor of this episode. That is Bell, above and beyond flight. Check them out today at bellflight.com. Now, coming up next in this part two, Ivo Pinto continues telling us some amazing rescues that he's done off Portugal with the Portuguese Air Force. So let's kick the tires and light the fires. Launch it. My name is Jason Quinn. I am United States Coast Guard Rescue Swimmer number 500. These are my rescues and rescues from those of us that put our lives on the line every day so others may live. This is The Real Rescue Podcast. All right, dude. I listen. I another. I'm gonna shout out again. I, I give you a mad props. So, you uh, you earned yourself. You and your crew. I can't speak to your whole crew right now. You, you earned yourself the equivalent to an air medal, which is in the U.S. Now, I don't have it in front of me, and even if I did, it doesn't matter because it's all in Portuguese and I can't read it. So, um, but mad props to you for this in particular rescue. That did your entire crew earn it? Uh, only I I received it, but they okay. they uh, should have received it as well. It's uh, some rescues everybody gets it, some rescues only one person get it. It depends on commanding officers. Uh, but okay. I was lucky to um, I'm very lucky to be recognized for the rescue. Uh, it it's just another rescue, <laughs> as. Uh, as uh, I, I might argue with that point, but th that's okay. That's a, you can say that you're allowed to. I I'm not going to say that. It's not when you get up. Come on, man. You earned yourself in a, like an air medal. That's yeah. That's but it, going a little bit above and beyond. I'm going to throw that it, out there. To me, to me, it's more of a you know, like uh, when it it comes down to it's just whoever's on duty because we're you know we're all trained to say. You know, uh, it. You know, we do our roster. Yes. It just. I was on duty that day. It doesn't matter what. Then, if it was uh, like twelve hours later, be another guy, and you'd, you'd, you'd do the same thing. Thankfully, um, I'm. I think I'm very, very lucky to be in a roster where I, I trust every guy that's here. So, I anyone awesome. would do that. You well, might get lucky. Yeah. Props, props. I, I, yeah. But you know what? Yeah. You were on duty this night. You're the one that got called out. You're the one that did the rescue. So let's hear it, dude. What happened? I want to do a quick interjection to explain exactly what Ivo earned on this rescue. He earned an aeronautical merit medal given by the Portuguese Air Force. In order to earn this, the eligibility is required for this. High competence, extraordinary performance, and relevant personal qualities, contributing significantly to the efficiency, prestige, and the fulfillment of the mission of the Portuguese Air Force. <laughs> now, the name of the boat was Ultime Emotion. Um, Wait a minute, what was it? Ultime Emotion. Uh, I can send oh. you the link. Uh, it's, okay. It's okay. Or my squadron's uh, Facebook page, I think. They've got most of the videos for the rescues. 
because we we use uh, GoPros, and um, it was uh, a trimaran, so um, a three a three uh, bodied vessel, you know. I, I, like, I, I'm not how to like say it. There's a center, and then there's like two like pontoons looking outside. So yeah. You have a center hull, and then like a bridge uh, that goes to two more holes exactly. on the column. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so it's, like it a, that... it's like a tripod boat type thing. Exactly. Okay. In Portuguese is called uh, trimaran. So it, instead of a catamaran, it's a trimaran. So it depends a three, on. A trimaran? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, it was a five-person rescue on an overturned uh, trimaran. So they we got called out. I think it was about three or four a.m. middle of the night. As we get there, there's one vessel approaching as well, but. In the overturned uh, trimaran, you've got all the um, the netting that connects the two the bodies. It's there, so they had a little hatch on the side, and as you come in, you're like, "Is it everybody alright?" And you have to get them. Like our regulations say that we have to accompany the victim unless it's a uh, uh, massive rescue. So if it was like forty people, I'm allowed to go stay on board and. Um, and use a highlight, but on that particular boat, it was even worse because it's that 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 netting that you have uh, connecting the vessel, and it's partly submerged. So, you know, as you go there, you're like, you know, you're starting to, uh, you know, you you wear your um, your fins because you don't know how much of that net is intact. <laughs> when you get there, you stand up and you go like. Okay, it's not that submerged. It's still the netting there. What happens if something gets caught? How's it going? Wow. Yeah, but but all that's underwater. Like you're standing on it, but it's underwater. Yep. yep. Jeez, oh man. Okay, yeah, it's the top of the ship, and everything else was uh, submerged. So we have the the rudder, everything, and that little. It, it looks like a, a little monocle it's where they have the escape hatch if it's up to, upside down. And they were they were very happy or not. <laughs> no, I don't know. Somebody must have messed up because they didn't talk to each other at all <laughs> during the flight. <laughs> or you're like, ooh. <laughs> oh, my it, gosh. All right. yeah. It, yeah, it was about uh, like a... It was short waves, so it was, you know, for uh, for the middle of the oceans, it was three meter waves. It wasn't that bad, but if it's overturned and you've got everything still bouncing in the water, it's interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Still three so, meter waves, yeah. dude. That's that's nine feet. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. still a pretty decent sized wave. I'm gonna throw that out there, man. That's not small. It's well, we, we can train up to, our, our national legislation say that we can train up, train up to four meter wave, so it's considered <laughs> normal. <laughs> Freaking awesome. <laughs> I love it. It's not that bad if it's coastal and it starts curl up, it's not that fun. 
<laughs> We're still within limits. Let's go. All right. Yeah. Oh my god. I How many people were on board of this vessel? Five. Uh, two wow. Belgium, and uh, uh, you know, one of the guys, one of the guys had a, a hurt leg. You know, like, oh, I hurt my leg and my knee. Yeah, yeah, you're getting a rescue stroke, just like everyone. You're fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold your knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going. Yeah, bye, bye. Let's go. Hey, anything in your chest? Oh, no, no, nothing in my chest. You're good then. Let's go. <laughs> no, but it. Wow. it Rescue, thank you. Uh, it 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 was interesting, but it was fun. It's one so of those. So what what part of it was so interesting? Like, why was it so interesting for you? I understand, like a different type of vessel, underwater. Yeah. Like you're walking on stuff, but what what made it stand out to you like this? What made me uh, stand up to me was the part, everything of the boat that was. You know, you had to take a risk on going in to rescue them all on all the stuff that was uh, underwater submerged. So you get stuck on a net and you're going to have a lot of fun because it depends. Imagine if the net is partly done, which uh, I, I don't know if it was because it was submerged. But if you put your yeah. foot through, you put something through, you're still connected to the helicopter. And, you know, three, you get three meter waves, you can do whatever. You can get in trouble really fast. Oh my gosh! Nah. Wow. So you stayed connected to the helicopter even as you're kind of walking on the vessel as well. Wow. Yeah. Wow! Wow! You don't want to disconnect there because if you disconnect there, you can get a hook somewhere where your foot can go, the hook can go. But oh my it, gosh! It was faster that way. Anyway, there's more of a it's easier to get someone as fast as possible than it is to get there, disconnect. Imagine if I disconnect and there's a hole in the net and I fall, I fall through and I go like, e. suddenly you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, I, 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 wow. You know what? You're, you're, yeah. I know you're downplaying this a little bit and I, and I appreciate that, but dude, good job, dude. Not three meter waves, nine feet, staying connected to the hoist truck, five people in a sinking vessel. Dude, well done, sir. Well done. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. It's it's I, the I one feel, look at you. You're you're totally downplaying it too, and I absolutely love it. I don't I don't care about all like oh your buddies that you're with. Yes, you're right. Anybody that, that would have been on duty could have done it, but you did that one. Awesome! I'm well, for you, man. It's good stuff. It's the the ones that you do that really matter. It whatever true. somebody came home, it's done. It's yep. sometimes it's more of a uh, you finish the missions, and you go like you. I did my job. I didn't fuck up. Also. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh Oh my gosh, it's so true. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. That's great. And you've been doing this for, well, let's see, 13 years, going on to yep. 14 years of, of doing rescue stuff. Um, yep. 
you've had quite a few, so I'm I'm gonna ask a little a little like. But I I I don't even know if I want to ask it, but I'm gonna ask it. Is the the sad one? Give us some emotion. Do you remember okay. one that really stood out to you? You're like, ah, oh, I wish this had turned out better. Yeah, uh, the sad one was uh, here in Montijo, UH101. We got called up for a fisherman vessel that uh, went down, and uh, you know we get up as fast as we can. We start flying up. It's about uh, 45, uh, 50 minutes out. We get there and we find the life raft like instantly as we're still coming down to operating height and we find the, the life raft and uh, I start, uh, you know, I start preparing everything. The hoist operator is doing its job. Uh, I get out, I start going in and like as you get into the life raft, uh, we, we were told there was a four person ship and you're going like, okay, I. You know, you usually see, you know, hands waving out of the left right. I didn't see anyone. You know, the covers were down. You know, I get to the left right a little before, so we don't get any downwash on the left right. You know, I swim over, you know, pull myself, prop myself up, you know, look in, and like, there's nobody there. And suddenly, you just go like, okay, this just turned out really bad. You know, yeah. you felt it. Uh, sink it and you go back, you know, you get hoisted up and you're like, there's nobody there. And, and then you start preparing for, um, you know, four people just went down on the ship about an uh, hour and a half earlier and nobody's in the life raft. You know, that's not going to end well. And then you right. start, yeah, you start, you start getting upset with people and like, just Getting on a life raft. I know we might have not been able to, and we uh, the first stretch uh, that we were there was almost three hours, and we found the first one. Uh, went and picked him up. No life jacket, and yeah, uh, and Dang, you know inside the helicopter. And as we were still there, we found the second one. I go down, I pick him up as well. Uh, they were, it's, so you, it was sad. Uh, yeah. Two, two deceased, and we had to go to refuel, so we went back to base. There's a base closer, and, which is about 10 minutes away from where the rescue was. You know, we we gave the bodies to the authorities, and you're just gonna like, okay, you know, we've we've done it this morning, uh, and you know, we still have two to go, and um, this really sad part of it was on the afternoon we got another one that uh, was deceased. So three in one day, and the fourth one we never found. It, it to me was heartbreaking, re reaching the life track with nobody there, and and you, I get three people with no life jackets, 
you know, like one of those like oil tars you see in the crab fishing. They all they had was yeah. that, and the especially the third one, he'd already gone into rigor mortis um, in the water, and I was surprised how they all were on top of the water, um, but the trying to get him in the rescue gear was was difficult, said least. And due to, we had to go back to our main base. We couldn't go there to drop the the deceased. And it was, you know, like 50 minutes ride back. And you, you, it gets really quiet in the helicopter. And yeah. it's, mm. those kinds of missions are, you know, we're doing, you know, we're giving closure to the family. We're making sure that they're respected. Uh, but it, you know, you think about it a few months afterwards, because you know, uh, they're people. That's not what we were trained to do. That's not what we were trained to to accomplish. Yep, that was my saddest mission by far. Damn man. Well, well, thanks for sharing. I'm I'm sorry for the outcome. That's tough. That's tough. Yep. It's. Right. It's yeah. uh, one of those things, like I just said before, it's it's whoever's on duty has to deal with it. Yeah. You know, I in in my world, as far as Coast Guard Rescue Swimmer, we have a really tight brotherhood, and a lot of us um, will bottle that shit away. It's terrible to do, by the way. But we can also talk amongst each other and... Uh, do you guys have that same camaraderie where you're in the shop together or you're able to talk through stuff like that when that happens? Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost, um, we have a brotherhood, it's, but it's almost like, I'm sure it's just like you guys, you have friends that you unload on and you give yeah, them part, yeah. of, part of, part of what's weighing you down. Uh, but it's, it's a part of life. It's, Everybody's here for a short while. It just we got to witness the exit, unfortunately, um, and hopefully uh, they'll do changes that will get more people wearing life jackets and more people, you know, just waiting there till we get there. Yeah. Because yeah, it it's all just all they have to hang on is enough time for us to get there, wherever you are. In yeah. In the in the UK, in France, in Australia, South Africa, just wait. Yep, just wait. We'll be there. We're coming. If if but, we've if we've got the notification, we're coming. Yep. So, but I yeah. I I feel that some people and not some people, a lot of people, uh, neglect the fact that the ocean is really pretty, is powerful, but he's he's trying to kill you. We're not. <laughs> No, we're not born with fish. You grow into them, and uh, you need to. You know, you go into an environment that wants to actively kill you if you stay there long enough. You know, you get hypothermic. You get, uh, you get, you lose the ability to swim because you get tired. So either you need to train up or equip. Wow, that is well put, sir. Very well put. I think you're the first person ever to say that. That is brilliant. 
You're going into the the ocean. It is trying to kill you. That is such a like fact. Yeah, that's why that's why we want to people to work in heavy seas for like thirty minutes. For most of us, that's because sea will kill you if you don't. You know, if you're not ready. Yeah. Why instructors yeah. work their students so hard to make sure that you know when it comes time, you know we know we know or they know that you will survive because you get that grit in you. Oh my God, Ivo! Wow, man, it's a good piece of advice right there. I'm just gonna throw that out there, man. Well said, well said. I'm sorry that you you and your crew had to go through that one. That's tough. Um, let me, yeah. let me flip it. Can, can I flip it for a second and, and just go to a, a happy moment? Can we, can we do a happy rescue? We can do, we can do a funny one. Funny. Uh, okay. It, it's, it doesn't mean it's funny. It's just, uh, I get called out here in Montijo to like, it's at the time it was really, really bad weather. Like, yeah, it was like six meter waves, uh, just offshore. Oh my god! <laughs> no boats, no boats could get in the harbor. Like it was like pouring cats and dogs, and wind was strong as hell. And we get called out to a ship that's uh, about forty nautical miles from uh, shore, and we're like, okay, it's really close. And we had we go to rescue a guy that has withdrawal syndrome, and you're like, you know, I know. My first, my first was what do you mean withdrawal syndrome? Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, a crewman in one of the ships, and um, he, you know, he, he's going through some stuff, but he ran out because he did his math, so he could reach shore, and he still had enough of his own substances. But it ran, if he, you ran out, you're going cold turkey, you, you, you need medical attention. And if you're in oh the my gosh. if you ever heard about something, somebody, someone going through that, they, they get in a state that might not be the best one to be in the ship, plus the medical side to it, which is they can have heart attacks, strokes, they can go through all types of stuff. So medical assessment is like, you need, you guys need to get them off the ship. <laughs> so... Uh, we go there, and the whole crew—it's really big ship, but it's—it's it's moving around. Man. It's moving around a lot, and uh, as we get there, you know, it—it it was, it was, um, you know, you look at the ship and you're like, okay, I'm going there, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> and you go like, <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's gonna be interesting you know you talk everything in the crew you know everybody's happy you start going down and as i'm going down you could see there are sets of waves but still yeah. uh, the calmer set was still moving a lot okay so you know you're doing you're trying to time your your entry you know as you're going in you know it's like almost got in but suddenly the ship you know yanks it i'm walking on the side of the ship because I was just outside of it as it goes up, you know, I'm going like, dip, 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 dip. I go up, you know, you know, I go in, you know, it's, 
It's one of those interesting landings where you just go like, okay, I'm in. Cool, guys. Get the guy who's standing up. Get the guy, he's standing up. It, ship is moving a lot. You know, rescue stroke on him. Uh, and, you know, you're getting ready. The, the, move, the ship is moving about. So it's one of those, when uh, I call it uh, one of those NASA exits, where, uh, where Acme exits, where you're like, your boots are still in place and your body is halfway through. It's stuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> You go like, oh, I'm back. I'm like, yeah, sorry, sorry, dude. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you know, I, I whenever I'm using the rescue stroke, I'm, you know, we have big legs, so I usually put my legs around and I dig my heels into the person's buttocks. They props them up yep. so they're not that weighted and around the thorax. So you know, we're going up. We get him in. He's still uh, a little bit agitated, so you know, flight nurse rescue swimmer. Made sure he's he's uh, contained. Uh, we get him back, and like, okay, we did our rescue. He's going to the hospital. He's going to get some help. You know, we get back. You know, let's have breakfast because we're done. And you know, we always have a lot of people that we know from uh, healthcare, and we're going like, yeah, you run away. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. He was getting checked in at the hospital. He went to find what he needed. Like. What the hell, man? We just got you help. You know, you know, you ran away. Like, what the hell? <laughs> so, oh my. So you're going, like, dude. You know, what just happened? <laughs> oh my god, dude! What the? You know, he just went and got some of his candy because he didn't have enough candy. <laughs> Holy cow! You can't make yeah. this stuff up, man. I know you cannot make this stuff up. Holy yeah. shit. And we go like, we just, you know, we just went through hell. We just, I just walked on the side of a ship. And, <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Fucking wow. Yeah, at least. You, you guys get some wild stuff out there, Portugal. Jeez. No. Well, you get a shipping lane, so you get everything. <laughs> I guess so. Oh my gosh! Dang, man. That that was an interesting <laughs> one. You're just sitting around, sitting running like, okay, what what did you do that for? <laughs> okay, oh but, wow! You know, it's it's medical assessments, not our job. You're like, you need to get a muscle. Right. Let's get. Yeah. So, like, you got called. Like, you got called out. You went and did your job. Hurrah! <laughs> That's what matters, man. <laughs> That's it. Nah, but part of it. And you always Dang, get man. bittersweet, bittersweet missions. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The really good ones. The really good ones. Usually, you forget that stuff. You know, you did your job. Everything's going good. Because <laughs> the ones that yeah. didn't work out. Not necessarily how, how you thought it would be, are the ones that are probably going to learn a bit more. Because the ones that go, well, you're like, okay, like, but it was, was, was that a really good rescue? Yeah, it was a Tuesday. You know what? You're right with that, though. If it goes textbook the exact way it's supposed to go, 
it's like, oh, okay, it was just like another training for yep. you guys in <laughs> 10 feet, three meter waves. And you're like, oh, yeah, just, just another day of training. That was, that's normal. Okay. Go rinse your yep. gear off, get ready for the next one. Dang, yeah. man. Fucking <laughs> yeah. awesome. I'm a, these stories are awesome, man. What you guys do out there is incredible. I'm, I'm so Thanks. glad you came on. You, you know, you're my first Portugal guy to come on here and, and talk about what happens off the coast of Portugal. You know this, right? So I popped you Portuguese cherry? You did. Aw, <laughs> buddy heart. Let's see if we can make a heart. Oh, hey, there it is, heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> We're gonna divert real quick to thank our sponsors. Bell is proud to sponsor Vertical Helicasts and their vision to hold meaningful mission, safety, and best practice conversations in the helicopter industry. The lessons learned from these conversations will undoubtedly shape the future of both new and veteran helicopter operators. But oh, I can tell you, uh, uh, recently I had one that was really, really good. Uh, well, recently, a year ago, where I had a sailing vessel and it was in Madeira because we get stations in Azores Islands, Madeira Islands and uh, the mainland. And I was in Madeira and we were flying over uh, in military transport. And as we uh, reach about halfway, the milita military transport guys, that are the fixed wing that accompanies us for long range, over 120 nautical miles, We'll have fixed wing uh, flyover, and they'll accompany us and get to the place and search before we get there. So we lose uh, less time if uh, if we are uh, problems with uh, range. And we're going over and like uh, uh, there's a chance of a, a rescue here because there's a, a sailing vessel that hasn't uh, uh, that has a eper calling. Okay. And they go like, do you guys mind if we look? You know, we're going to Madeira to get you know station for deployed for two weeks. And they go like, yeah, no, we don't mind. So on the way over, you know, they go down the level, they find the vessel, okay, sailing vessel is there. We're like, okay. We go over and like, oh, you guys are getting uh, deployed, you're gonna get uh, two people up. Like, okay, so get all my gear on. Uh like you get in a helicopter and starts running, oh no. They've declined rescue. Yeah, but they turned on the airplane. Yeah, 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 declined rescue. Like, okay. Okay. So, okay. yeah, you you take your gear off, you get everything ready. Yeah, you go to a hotel and you go like, oh, uh, we're, getting, you, we're going to rescue them in uh, six hours. Like, what? what? Like, oh, because we spent all of our uh, flying time before yeah. we got to Madeira. So we we're supposed to start rescue. We could have done the rescue right after, but you know, legislation, you can't do, you can't have um, uh, like a more than 14 hours working uh, aerial time. So like you right. need to rest because you're going to rescue them in the middle of the night. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, now oh, they want to rescue like- man. Before, like, okay, like we'll get, we'll, we'll get them. You know, you, we get up in the morning on time, get a helicopter, fly over. I get, you know, we're getting there and, you know, talking to them. Yeah, so how many people? They don't speak English at all. 
French. And, you know, I know a little French, but, you know, I used to know French a lot more. And it's not coming in clearly. So when I go, I'm like, yeah, it's two people and a cat. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's two people and a cat. What are you doing with the cat and the ceiling muscle? I'm gonna, okay, never mind. We'll get the cat. <laughs> Sailing vessel, broken rudder. So it's just sailing. the The guy had some uh, some medical issues. That's why we were partly why we were getting them. And you know, I swim over to the sailing vessel. I I'm trying to put the cat inside of a bag, or I'll give them the bag so they put the cat inside because I'm not grabbing. <laughs> Have you seen cats fight back? <laughs> like no. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah! <laughs> Here's a cat. Here's a bat. In, in. <laughs> you put him in. And you're trying to tell him, like, I'm holding on to the vessel. And you're like, you know, get off. You're like, huh? Get off the boat. What? You you just learn international sign language. You in the water. You get over here. <laughs> it's all pointing motions. I need to go exactly. that way and that way. <laughs> oh. That way. <laughs> Trust me. Uh. The the cat was inside the bag. I opened it a bit. Man, I was so so sorry for that cat because he was completely drenched. And he was just going like he didn't know what world he was in. He was just going like <laughs> you see a cat that's too calm. Even when you hear like the sound of a helicopter, and he's like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But that's that's the thing. You get here and on the news you're like, oh yeah, except for people and a cat. The most important thing is the cat. He's like, yeah, the two people yeah. are, are back. And I'm like, cats are more important. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm more happy about the people. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ivo, that's freaking awesome. And the, the oh man, the, the fun part one was we don't usually get a lot of connection or uh, contact with uh, rescued uh, people after we do the rescue. They usually get yeah. uh, over either to uh, border immigration or uh, medical staff. And this time, the man had uh, like a short connection to medical staff, but then they sorted it out. And it's Madeira Islands where we at this Porto Porto Santo Island, which has been considered the the best island beach in the world, in four years running. Wow! Yeah. Hey, it's a nice two week deployment. You know, you're working, but at least you get some some sun. You're on the best beach in the world. That's rough, rough, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah everything's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, practical side. <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's not many hotels in that uh, particular island, so they get put in our hotel. So they're there for a week, and where you know it's the first time we see the people we rescued every day. Man, it was it's freaking awesome. The man was he was ecstatic, but we were just having like, okay, man, you're good. 
and he spoke French very, very fast. So, you know, it's a lot of time you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is he saying? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody get Google Translate out? Can somebody get Google Translate? <laughs> but, uh, the really funny part is in reception, they, was, they were put in a, in a hotel that was on the side of entrance and it had a window to the room. And the guy, the guys in the reception, they're like, oh, um, you saved the cat. And they're like, yeah, and people too. Yeah, but the cat, and he's like, the cat is right. I, I thought he was cool. You know, we were sorry for him because, you know, he got his wool rocked. Uh, imagine he wasn't feeling very good because of the rocking of the ship either. So all compounded <laughs> and he was in a bad place. And they're like, yeah, but where's the cat? And like, I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, we don't like allow animals in a hotel. And you're like, you're just happy that I saved the cat. Why? <laughs> no, no, but no, we can't have in the hotel. Like, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, as they're noted that, <laughs> I'm in the reception, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I look to the window, and there's the cat on the window just catching some sun. They go like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a couple of towels? Yeah. You run outside, you knock the window, and the cat goes in. You're like, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's awesome. You know, like, trying to dry out. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> uh, I saved two people and a cat. Well, the cat. Cat made it, right? That's all that really yeah. matters, the cat. Yeah. yeah, 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 we're gonna go, we're gonna go. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'd love it. Dude, these stories have been epic, man. Thank you so much for sharing them. Um, I wanna talk about like two things before I let you go though. One of them is Eurosa. So European Rescue Swimmer Association, the president, that would be you. You have a, what's going on? I mean, what what's the news? What's, what's the latest and greatest? We gotta let everybody know. Like, first of all, wait, give everybody a recap. What is Eurosa? How do you get in? And and then let us know what's going on. Okay. Eurosa started off as the European Rescue Swimmer Association. And 2018, we changed it over. So we're not European anymore. We took, we are a Rescue Swimmer Association. At the moment, we have uh, 32 different countries represented in the association. Uh, from all continents except Antarctica. Uh, <laughs> so, very, very different group, um, military rescue swimmers, civilian rescue swimmers, uh, all kinds of uh, either medically trained uh, or not so much medically trained like us, or then you have paramedics or you have people uh, on our rescue swimmer uh, association that are very uh, towards being unhooked like the US. So you guys are extremely well, well uh, physically prepared. And then you have people that are more of a, a hoistman. So they'll just hoist down and not, not engage so much on uh, the physical side. Uh, but what it takes to join the association is to be an active rescue swimmer. That's all it takes. What what we are is a forum so that we get people from different backgrounds, different uh, nationalities, different ways of working, and we get them talking to each other 
to see how people do it different, what innovations there are. And you remember, we're not that big of a group if you think about globally. We have, uh, if you look at like helicopter community, you have lots of experience looking at pilots. They can be more uh, attuned to other uh, problems or other situations that occur or incidents, and they get more knowledge. Us, as we are a very, very small community, uh, although spread out in many countries, like our knowledge, if we don't have an association like that, we can't pass it on or we can't um, network so that we get our problem solved. Sometimes it's more of a, oh, I got this issue. How, do you, how did you guys solve it? And you go like, oh, we've never had that issue. How did you find it? Oh, like this. And then you have other ones like, yeah, we've had that issue before. We solve it like this. And it's invaluable. Uh, for example, uh, when you're looking at for new gears, looking for different procedures that might help uh, bring you uh, safety. And most of all, it's a brotherhood. Um, the association Come started on. in 2009. Uh, I, uh, they had their first meeting uh, in um, Estonia or Finland. And uh, I joined up in 2012. So. I first went uh, to the first meeting in 2012 in Denmark. Then I've been to the meeting in 2014 in Spain, 2016 in Italy, 2018 in Iceland. And 2020, it was supposed to be in Portugal. And two months prior to the meeting with everything, everything set up, we had the global pandemic. Woohoo! Yeah. That's right. You guys still and hosted. It just so happened it was 22. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we hosted in 2022, and we were supposed to have a, a meeting next year in Ireland in March. Uh, there are some issues with uh, the SAR service that's supporting the Irish Coast Guard at the moment, so we postponed it. Uh, but I have big news. We if you were the AGM the last uh, a couple of weeks ago, you would have heard it because we've chosen a place and now we have dates. <laughs> okay. Nice. What do we got? The next Jerosa meeting. Ding! Alborg, Denmark. Our brothers. Oh, we're going back to Denmark? Yes! Yeah, I'm happy to, man. Our Danish brothers are hosting the meeting in June next year. Uh, the dates are going to be uh, from the 9th to the 12th of June. And mood, I, I'm, I'm so excited to be back in Narmar. I had, uh, I think it's a little bit of the mystique. It was my first meeting. And I, I found a brotherhood there. And that's what... That's part of the reason why I'm saying it because our the brotherhood at that time we were like forty people. We were a very very small bunch, and I found brothers. And nowadays I get uh, some our association members go like, "Oh, the meetings are too big. It's not the brotherhood it is anymore." And like, no, trust me, it is as much the brotherhood or more because you're gonna find your little groups. You're going to find the people that you sit next to that you talk a little bit more, but it's it's so cool. You go to another country, you just call somebody, you're like one of your friends, you're like, dude, uh, I'm going to Italy. I'm going to Portugal. My wife's going to Portugal. How do I you know what's there to see? And you're like, you yeah, yeah, yeah. To see. 
<laughs> it's awesome. You <laughs> and it, it's it's the for example we have uh, the association board is we have a group of individuals that work towards association. So we handle memberships, the next race consumer meetings. Um, we're trying to start a best practices manual that uh, I, I know one of the constituents of that board. <laughs> Who, me? What? Oh, gee, here we go. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. I got you. And uh, we have the board and we have uh, meetings of the board. And the meetings of the board, we have people that are going to bed. We have people that are, have to wake up in the middle of the night. We have people that are in their afternoon. We have people that are just having breakfast. And to have a board meeting from all continents, that's how it works. We're, we're international, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just gotta, you gotta roll the dice and say, here's the time, be, deal with it locally, and then be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's the the good thing about it is I've I've learned so much, and uh, for in our rescue swimmer meetings, we are luckily supported by our awesome sponsors, and nothing but a big thank you to our our sponsors. Uh, Life Saving System uh, was our platinum sponsor, both in RSM and Heli Rescue, which we just had uh, this year. We had a meeting oh, in yeah. ten. Well, we had a few rescue swimmers go there, go in a hydrodynamic pool, test out gear, uh, have some a PHTLS uh, lessons. So they had their medical training part. They had land testing to make sure that uh, we, they, I wasn't there, unfortunately. I was taking a course, much to my dismay. Uh, uh, my first me meeting or event that I missed, trust me, I <laughs> felt like daggers in my back. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> it was the second edition of the Heli Rescue event. We had the first one in Finland 2019. Uh, yeah. And we had this in We're hoping that, that we can maintain that on the off years of the RSM. And uh, the whole point of it is, uh, and you've seen in RSM, we had uh, a theme for the RSM. So the theme for, for, was physical and well-being for the rescue swimmer and longevity. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, psychologists come through. We had um, some of our uh, rescue swimmer members that tell, told us our, their story. We had Sam Fielder that told, as you've had on your podcast, uh, he yeah. told his story uh, and what what the upsides and downsides are from recovering from either physical injury or psychological injury. Uh, we had um, we had our Keith Caroline talking about peer support. You know, as you were saying, you have a brotherhood in your in your shop that you can talk to and. That matters immensely, and right. how Big looking time. at that is how people, yeah, how people can set up their shop so they have someone that they can talk to, even if it they don't feel necessarily bonded on a personal level with any specific, they can have someone institutionally that they can go up to and is someone that does the same job as them and understands what they're going through, and. Uh, 
talking about physical therapists telling you what's the best way or the kind of exercise that you should do so you prevent injuries, not just going through the PT side or PT testing side, right. which is making sure that cardiovascular capability to go through rough seas, or you can do the fast, um, as fast as PT, Eurosa PT. And that's one of the things we have as well. We have a, a standardized test, standardized test uh, that we, we have it so people have an idea of what their physical conditioning is. Um, it's just a group of individuals from all over the world, like with the rescue swimmer mindset, that trying to share and learn. It's, um, it's to me, uh, I'm so honored to have the, the, to be able to lead the organization through this short while. Uh, I imagine yeah. there's one day I'm gonna be uh, uh, replaced. I replaced Ben Darling Darlington, which was an Australian swimmer. Uh, he is an Australian swimmer. He's my best president, uh, and he's an awesome guy. He's so hardworking. And before that, we had a Finnish president because uh, in Juhai Tulainen, and it's a yeah. Finnish association. It's based out of um, Turku, Finland. And dude, I've I've nothing but good things to say about meeting uh, our brothers from all over the world. It feels like extended family. Totally. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. I'm so excited. This is going to happen. Um, ah, man. If, as long as my schedule stays open, I, I'm coming. So that's, that's, uh, I'll have that on the calendar here pretty darn quick, but man, that's, that's awesome, dude. I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I, I hope that everybody out there gets a chance to go. Um, I get it. Duty calls and some guys get stuck on duty. And, but, uh, and the other one is, is it off the top of my head? Eurosa.com. Is what everybody goes to? Eurosa.com. Okay. Uh, so oh, uniform Romeo, Oscar, Romeo, Sierra, Alpha. Perfect. And that, uh, and again, you, you mentioned it. Any rescue swimmer in the world uh, is qualified standard duty rescue swimmer can yep. sign up and be a part of the association. You go through a little vetting. You can answer a questionnaire. And then you're invited to the platform. You can share ideas and equipment and techniques and the whole nine yards. So... It's uh, it's and, pretty cool. And, I, I've enjoyed it since I've been a part of it. So highly recommended. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Dude, Ivo, thanks for dropping that knowledge. I'm excited, dude. Oh my gosh, Denmark, man, dude, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. So, all right, one more question before I let you go. Yes. Well, sorry. Did you got anything else? Did you want to add to that? No, no, man. I'm good. No. Okay. All right. In that case. One more question before I let you go, and that is, uh, you've been doing this for quite a while now. Like, again, you joined the military at 2010. Rescue, wait, no, did I get that right? No, 2000. Join 2000. Sorry, joined the military in 2000. Rescue swimmer school in 2010. Now, end of 2023, so 13 years of doing this job. What advice would you pass on to those that have gone before you or that are coming up after you? Be curious, man. Be curious. Be curious. Okay. Okay. You have to learn why people do stuff. It's not so much why people do stuff. It's more of a, you have to find out, you know, you're taught, you're given a set of uh, tools and a set of skills, uh, much like taken. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but 
it's it's just a starting point. It's it's just you get you in the door. You know, you can do your first rescues, but now you have to build up on it. You have to learn more. You have to work out. You have to make sure that your knowledge extend starts expanding outwards. And that maybe may just you know, like you get handed your information by an instructor and then you keep pestering him. Find a mentor, find one of the older guys and keep asking him questions. Do a rescue, like ask him questions. Uh, he does a rescue. You keep asking him a rescue, like what? What happened? Why did you do that? Like, what? 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 What would you do better? Like, what could I do better? And most of all, be humble. If you're not humble, you're not going to learn. Um, Dude, that's good yeah, stuff, but man. I, be curious. Stay humble. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Ivo, I cannot thank you enough for coming on here and just dropping some stories and some knowledge, letting us know what's up with Yorosa. Dude, it's such a pleasure to have you on here, man. My first Portugal's, my fourth, can I say that? My first Portuguese? Is that, is that? Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Is that, is that weird? Uh, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> You know what? When I come see you again, I'll buy you a beer. We're gonna we're gonna kick one back, man. It's gonna be awesome. So, yep. um, and when I make it out to Portugal, I'm I'm definitely calling you, and we're gonna hang out. All right. I'll be waiting, dude. I can't wait. I can't yep. wait, dude. Thank you so much again, dude. Yeah, it was a pleasure uh, to be on Fastcat, and thank you for the invitation, man. Really awesome. Anytime. Uh, hearing feedback, it's 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 really uh, good. It's really awesome. Thank oh, you. good. Oh, that's a good thing. Well, I'll tell all your brothers out there, man, they're welcome to come on. I want to hear uh, more. I want to hear more about what you guys are doing. Oh, uh, trust me. Uh, I'll get you. I'll get you some people. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll get you some people. There's definitely. Uh, this, I, my my stories are, are really weak compared to some of the stories here. <laughs> trust me. There, there's no such thing as a weak story coming on this show. I'm just going to throw that out there. Come on, Ivo. <laughs> I love every one of them. All right, I promise. <laughs> all right, brother man, I will catch you later. Let's hope that I get to see you at the Eurosa meeting, uh, June 9th and tenth. Yeah, nine to twelve. Nine to twelve. June nine to twelve. Yep, it's on the calendar. Awesome. Awesome. And man. with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. Go now. It's time for me to pull chocks and take off. But before I go, I'm always looking for the memorable rescues that people have done. If you have one that you're willing to share or know somebody who has a story, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to highlight it here at The Real Rescue. For everybody that is standing by for that SAR alarm, remember, those in distress are praying for a miracle. They are going to get you. So until next time, Fly safe and swim hard. Thank you for joining me today here at the Real Rescue Podcast, powered by Vertical Helicast. We'd also like to say thank you to our sponsors for this episode. Bell is proud to sponsor Vertical Helicasts and their vision to hold meaningful mission, safety, and best practice conversations in the helicopter industry. The lessons learned from these conversations will undoubtedly shape the future of both new and veteran helicopter operators. 
Just playing. Yeah, I just get to come out here and run 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 and run, run. Oh my gosh, this is so great. So great. Have so much fun. Oh, excuse me.